minutes, 
hot yet yeah, hold up a sign with just a nose on it just so the players know that we've got a sniff i reckon that's the key sign the sniff sign it's it's pretty much the footy equivalent to the nos button i reckon on a car <laughs> i reckon that or i still reckon the earpiece in tabernar's ear or earpiece in everyone gets an earpiece and they that would be a great her. reality TV show. Sort of like Gogglebox. Gogglebox, that's exactly what I was Tabble Gogglebox. So, oh, bro, um, not whereas, again. Yeah. Tab, stop. Don't do it. Tabs, <laughs> kick on your right. You know you've got to kick on your right here. <laughs> You're a right footer. Oh, mate. Tabs, why do you look like an idiot? Um, so, there's yeah, so there's that one. I, I reckon we. I'm a big, big fan of holding up a sniff sign. I'm... Next time I go see a live game, I'm going to print, get a sign with a nose on You're getting it good at hold taking, it up. You're getting good at taking signs, signs to the game. <laughs> I've got a lot of spare times on my hands a lot of the time. Um, what was the other thing? Uh, oh, So, Zach Dawson on Dylan Friend's podcast, Dylan Buckley's podcast, had did like an hour and 20 minute podcast. I'm probably 75% through Mate, it's very good listen, to be honest, and it sort of builds on that Ross Lyon thing that uh, Zach Dawson and Ross Lyon did. Yeah, that's very you good sort watch. Of, You get a bit of backstory into Zach Dawson, and it's interesting hearing about those early days at Hawthorne when he got played and he got fucking 10 goals kicked on him, blah, 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 and how the media just wouldn't let him forget it. Um, and then he, he came late to a training session or something, and then he came late to his punishment session, and he was like, felt he felt mortified by it, and then had to do like all these swims and got a bake from Clarko and stuff. Man, it brings you back to like school times, basically. Um, he seems like a good bloke though, and it's it, and he also like cops way more than he needs. Some guy just fly kicked him on the street in Melbourne. In the head, he didn't even see him coming. Knocked him out, knocked his teeth out, just because he was Zach Dawson, basically. That is one um, of the most ludicrous. That is just yeah. disgusting. It is. I mean, like, doing it to someone, anyone randomly, is pretty bad. But then targeting someone that you don't know, but you feel like you know because you watch them play sport, is like seems like it's a whole new level of psychopath. Um, yeah. I don't know. Then my favourite bit in his thing with Ross Lyon is they show the Gary Ablett moment and, like, that's yeah, just so poke. unlucky that Scarlet toe poked it and Ross is like, you should have taken out Ablett. And he's like, yeah, I probably should have just killed Ablett on the way through. And it's like, yeah, you, it's just like, unfortunately, just didn't murder Ablett from behind and win yeah. that contest. But, he like, it's like he probably didn't want to and fair enough. It was funny. As in he should have body spoiled him as well. Oh, Did just Ross Lyon me? Yeah. Yeah, like ran straight through him and collected the ball when it would have been fine. Like if he made the punch and he buried half his body, yeah. you know, it would have been play on in a grand and it would have changed. But it's just like funny. It's like, yeah, I should have just like hurt him. But it's not your natural instinct. Well, I suppose on a footy field well, it's different, but it's it's a good listen if you well, have that game, well, well, the... Zach Dawson talks about that, and Ross Lyon spoke about it as well on that um, video with him, about how um, Dawson had food poisoning from the grand final parade, and then that, like, was on a drip and was crook, and Ross Lyon was like, mate, make the right decision here, um, because it'll make or break the friendship. (laughs) And Dawson's just like, oh, God. And then he reckons, like, he played... Fine. He played like pretty well. Normal Dawson game, basically. Like he wasn't killing it, but I thought he was pretty solid in that final. I'd, I'd say. Yeah. Um, and and then he reckons that he was like because he hadn't eaten and drunk anything prior to the game, and then just had like three days on the beers. He was like the most cooked person after the grand final. Pretty <laughs> good. Like he would have looked pretty skinny and ratsy and. Oh, God, can you imagine Dawson, like, this white-bodied dude, like, shirt-off dancing? (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, the final thing I had, um, the new AFL haircut. All these kids just seem to be shaving off their sideburns. And I I sent you and Duck that photo of the Simpsons meme, like, that dude. Uh, like shave your sideburns and he like shaves over the top of his head and then he gets cut and that's literally what they look like and then they posted that on the Simpsons meme thing I feel like you leaked my gag I don't know where I leaked maybe they're listening to us maybe they've gotten onto your Toad Watson one they've seen your Toad Watson Simpson meme 
and they hacked into your hacked mm. into your thing. They're like, this guy produces good Simpson memes. We need to watch him, follow him. This guy, this guy's into it. Maybe that's um, why they made the Simpson thing crash our pod last week. Full circle, you're on to something bro. Here, I reckon. I reckon you're onto something there. Do we want to go conspiracy theory, or do we want to go Docker's wet weather footy torrential disaster against Geelong? I'll go either way. Uh, conspiracy. You are related <laughs> to your brother. <laughs> well, let's have a let's have a. We're avoiding the we're avoiding the reason why we're here. It's to review the. I'll punch out. Now you can. I did the score last week. It. It's your turn it, to yeah. get depression. Yeah, mate. Uh, Freeman Dockers two goals for 16 to Geelong 6 12 48. So we couldn't even get quick singles this no. week. Scoreless quarter and a goalless half. Yeah. Man, I got a positive. It's a sad, sad time. Do ya? Yeah. How good's Monday Night Football? Yeah, big fan. Big fan. It's cool. That was probably my, that is literally, that's my, I've overcome everything, you know, I've, I'm on the come downs. I've sorted it out. I'm, it's Friday. It's the weekend. I'm happy again, and that's literally the only possible. Well, that's the I've thing. Duck, hundred percent. Duck was like, it doesn't ruin my weekend because it's not the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have a Saturday night loss, home. and you're just like, oh god, I'm gonna go home. And bloody yeah, day. cooked a good dinner on Monday, <laughs> first day of the week. I like to cook a good feed, leftovers. I think I had. I made potato bake, and I got a barbecue pack. Had a nice steak and just, yeah, watched a terrible game of football. Mate, quick one. Do you reckon we were more likely to win if it was dry? No. No? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think they still would have won. Um, but, oh, Hang on a sec. Put some food on. Oh, the reason that we had to record late. You still there? Yeah. <laughs> reason we had to record late is because my missus was going to dinner and I, she was going later than I thought and they can't have her finding out about this pod. So, <laughs> so I had to wait. So I'm putting some dinner on. I've got to turn the off, oven off in a sec. Um, <laughs> it's a whole thing, mate. Don't you worry. Um, so we're going to take a dinner break? No, no, we don't take dinner break. Let's turn the oven off. It's fine. I'll eat it after. Um, mate, I don't think we're going to win and I think... It's a classic dockerism where at any time where it's inappropriate to get move the ball long, you know, at all costs, just kick it long, bomb it long, we don't. And any time it's inappropriate, we'll do it. So, like, we'll be, like, farting around with it in the wet weather, hand-passing it around similar to port and not get it forward, not soccer it forward, just fart around with it and then... You know, the ball will be dry. It'll be McGovern and Barass on Collier, and we'll just go, oh, we'll go long now. It's yeah. like, God damn it, choose the right option. I don't know. Uh, what, do you, what, did you, what did you make of the game as a whole? I have quarter-by-quarter quarter notes that I wrote, <laughs> and some of them are a bit funny. Quarter-by-quarter. Quarter. Yeah, you can kick us off. I'll probably got much to the same. You rambled and I'll... Oh, man. I've got... Well, quarter, quarter one, I've got dumb kicks forward by Lobb and Bewley. Duman cost us our first goal, I think. I don't know why. I didn't write why. Uh, and Brasher and Chera were good, which they were for the whole game, actually. They were pretty yeah. handy. And then I've got quarter two. Banners flies over Lobb and Tabs, leaving no Rovers, which was pretty much the whole game. We had Banners and Schultz going up for marks. And then I had torched by the umps. (laughs) We were torched by the umps for a bit there. Freddie gets two cracks at a goal. Probably the second shot was very unfair. Like, I don't think it was that. It was a push. It was just like a fall. And he still can't score a goal. Yeah. Quarter three. Conker does a good tackle and then just turns it straight over. (laughs) Sean Darcy gives away four free kicks. I think he's on six. Yeah, six free kicks against five, I'm pretty sure, in centre bounce or something. Oh, man, there wouldn't have been five centre bounces. Yeah. Oh, there would have been. Oh, man, so bad. And then I was like, I missed holding the ball free kick and then an accidental goal to Hawkins. So Hawkins kicked two accidental goals. Like, literal, like, very accidental that it got to him there. 
I thought um, that Ryan was quite good on him. I thought he was so unlucky. He, was, he killed him. Luke yeah. Ryan killed him. Yeah, and he Luke did Ryan so well. is in all Australian form. Did so well to play. Like he gives up so much size and weight, yeah. and and is such a good one-on-one player. He just seems to play off him and just back himself in to read the ball better. Cat's and, head, mate. Yeah, he played a terrific game down there, and he was just let down by the people around him. I think well done. He was one of my him and Brayshaw probably shining light. Yeah, and Sarong. And the barley skirt, man. Yeah, the old barley skirt. He had a great game and, and earned himself a rising star. Good on him. Good on him. Love it. I still thought um, Frederick was up and about. I didn't, like, whatever. Like, just playing. Who cares? Um, yeah. Fre- yeah, Freddie's still just playing. Well, like, the best is now, it's like, why would you not play those kids? Because we're playing Schultz and Matera. <laughs> like, they're sink. And yeah, we'll, like, I'll, we'll get to that. The selection, we'll get to that. The selection, like, the selection is mind-boggling to take in, to take in, the t- like, the bring in. It's bonkers, man. It brings nothing in those Let's bring Matera in. Oh, man, I can't wait till uh, Liam Henry is deemed to have played a thousand uh, scratch matches. So oh, he's yeah. fit for AFL when Matera can get eight possessions at 0%. And we're like, yeah, he's good. Bring him he in. To, he has to go through. Bring him in. To be deemed medically fit, though, you have to have you have to enter the long term injury list from a waffle game and then <laughs> yeah, recover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's like he still hasn't had a long term injury in waffle. Weber's so. like, I haven't had a crack at this guy yet. Well, yeah. he has. He's been, um, the best is it's almost like you're doing like a nursing degree or something. You have to do like a thousand hours of waffle games to get into the team. Oh, I'm not. You still can't graduate. You haven't done a thousand <laughs> hours. You haven't done your inductions. Um, it's like what? Um, another thing I've got, Hughes doing 12 metre kicks into the corridor. I think he did two or three of them called, um, play on, not 15. And then, yeah. But how about that Banners final tackle? Like just when we didn't need to concede a goal, he had this guy on toast on the back flank, basically. Let's him run around him. He turned (laughs) him around and pushed him off. Gave him, like he came out of that. Better off had him than he on, went in. He had him on toast, yeah. He turned um, a genuine one on. It would have been better if you just like punched him in the head and gave away a free kick. Yeah. I was like, how do we keep bringing in small forwards, yet we don't have any crummers around the packs? <laughs> they, just, they just go for marks. They're like, we need to bring Matera in because we need more guys flying over our tall forwards. Um, so we have Schultz doing that already, but we need some backup in case Schultz can't fly for the mark. So we'll get Matera in as well. And then Walters can do it occasionally. And, we're like, and Walters, make sure you don't uh, just go for the ball. Make sure you play for the free kick because the umpires are definitely going to play those free kicks. He ended up getting one, which I'm disappointed. Oh, he got a bullshit before. one as well. He got a bullshit one. And he couldn't kick the goal. Which no. is probably ball never lies fair, but it was also like, hey, when other teams get a bullshit free kick, they kick goals, but when we get yeah. a bullshit free kick, we kick points. I thought Tony Watson was pretty good down back. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, he was handy. I yeah. thought he played. He should play again. Yeah, I, I don't thought see. that was good. Yeah, I thought he was pretty clean actually. I only had the eight touches. There are a list of guys down there that had re- like. Even I'll go through them, mate, if you want. Acres on 10, Wilson on 9, Hughes on 9, Schultz on 9, Banfield on 9. Matilda Darcy on Tucker, eight. no touches. <laughs> yeah, Darcy Tucker, no touches. Did a hamstring tendon within the first two minutes. Oh, man, that was rough. Um, and then, yeah, we pick up some numbers. Brayshaw was good again. Thought Cheryl was all right. Strong was good. Conquered, disappointed. Brayshaw with 28 touches is, is lit. Yeah. Yeah, really had a decent dig in the crack. That's the only. That's realistically the only highlights. And I just thought we really fell down when they locked it. When Geelong were able to lock it in, repeat entries is going to get goals and wet weather footy taking territory. Yeah, getting and, it forward. Yeah, and our forwards just wanted to clog it up on the on the halfback flank and really just allow them just to really box it in there. Like they needed yeah. to really kind of string the ground out and just have one on ones all over the ground wherever we were exiting. And well, just gain territory and have contest to contest, not really like yeah. break it down at the half half back flame. To Longview's credit, he was like, all the forwards are getting sucked up and we have no one to kick to. 
So I want them to hold that position. And then the problem wasn't that we didn't have anyone to kick to. The problem was we weren't kicking to them. We were just fighting around with it with hand passes. And they were like, no, 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 just kick the ball long. Like if you, there should be one hand pass kick max. If you get the ball, you should just take 20 meters. Just kick it along the ground, man. Um, And that were all half, most of the Geelong things were chaos ball. Like the one time that it's okay to kick long is in the wet because a defender will be very brave to go up two hands up trying to mark it because it's going to slip yeah. out the back and then the person trying to mark it's out of it and then suddenly you're, you know, running into an open goal. Um, there's a few people I want to talk about. Yep. A few old people. One of them is old mate Brandon Matera. I don't. He tried to start the quarter one well. What do you reckon about his quarter one? He was like bustling around. He got that good free kick early, didn't he? Yeah, he was bustling thought, around. Yeah. And then he just basically went missing. Yeah. Absolutely went missing. Lockie Schultz just. I don't think he gets it, man. I just don't think he gets it. Like he had he that just, good smother. Yeah, really good, and I he think. Was, very good with angry face again. Yeah, little angry. I don't know. Bailey Banfield, man. I feel bad. Like, he's a young kid. He's trying his best. But I think he could probably do with going down and playing some scratchies and then coming, like, working his way back into the side, um, is my opinion. Blake Akers, I think, needs to realise that he's a big dude. And he needs to not be a little puss with his big body. He's like 190 mm-hmm. centimetres or something. Um, like, Tail and Man plays bigger than Blake Akers. And he's yeah. a skinny backman. Yeah. Um, Conker. Conker's disposal and decision-making hurt me internally. <laughs> um, not What's ideal. Going- Why is... Why is Conker allowed to play? Like, is that his natural position? Like, is that where he's nat? Because I don't see him naturally doing that well off the halfback flank. Or is like, where does he sit now? Because to me, he's a progression stopper. Well, I think he's. I think the club see him as a leader now. So instead of like a progression stopper, they're seeing him as like a, a mentor. Yeah, which is why he's still being played. Which he probably is. Like, who knows what he's like behind in the rooms. He's probably, like, really good for the kids and stuff. But also, it's like, oh, man, he can be really, really um, not very positive with the ball. No. Like, that, so, like, the example is that awesome. He tackles someone holding the ball. It's like, bam, good. And he goes back and turns it over and they end up scoring. It's like, dude, <laughs> it hurts. Fine, yeah. Oh, well. But, yeah. Look, Brayshaw, 28 touches. Mundy, 24. Luke Ryan, 23. Caleb Strong, 22. Chera, 17. Um, all, there were some positives, even though it was a crap game. Jared, Jared Waitley um, was like, those games are funny if they only happen once or twice a year because it's like, it's just ridiculous conditions. Oh, no one horrendous. can do anything. And it's whoever adapts the best. Um, but, yeah. Well, yeah, pretty, pretty rough. <laughs> did you want to keep? Did you want to keep reviewing and keep going and dive in? Because we've got some pretty funny questions and things like that, and that's probably going to be our highlight segment. The things I've been, yeah, big time. And well, let's launch into first. You got the off, questions? Yeah, I got the questions loaded up, but oh, I know this is one that. You well, what do you want to do? You want to do ducks first? Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> Duck was first in the first in best dress. He was. <laughs> He wants first in. Ducky wants, um, can you go through, you've got a pretty comprehensive list. I've sent my list, but I'll let you do yours because it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, ten worst dockers of all time. Yeah. So Duck wants our ten worst dockers. And what I've done is split it into my top ten most overrated players that played a decent amount of games. And then the people that I actually thought were the worst players. <laughs> so I'll go through the worst first. So first, and this is probably in order that they appeared in on the list, like age-related or year-related. So the first one was Daniel Parker, brother of Shane, 
was I just remember him being so bad. I can't remember anything specifically, but I just remember him being really bad. He played 25 games, Dan Parker. Um, probably a great bloke, but I don't remember him being very good at footy. The second one was Andrew Wills, the cult hero. Mate, the guy looked like he was about 47 when he was born, I think. Uh, played 79 games. His career peaked when he accidentally soccered a goal at the Wacker against the North, against North Melbourne in probably like 97 in that pocket. Um, but yeah, dude, not a good player. Not a good player. Stuart Anderson, who basically the best thing he ever did was wear the number six before Modric came. <laughs> played nine games. Jack Anthony, eight games. Yeah. Mate, oh God, Jack Anthony. The Big Ape, Apness, mate, 12 games, did more knees than I think games played. Like, he did so many knee injuries. Um, He was pick 17. He was the pick we got after the grand final, I'm pretty sure. Um, First rounder, and just very disappointing. I think it's probably more injury. Like, it's probably mean to say he was one of the worst players, but it was very disappointing. I I thought he had potential and really didn't do well. My final one is Colin Sylvia. Mm. RIP, but man, the story I heard about Colin Sylvia when he came to the Dockers was that Ross Lyon used to have like a game plan question that they, a questionnaire that they had to do. It was like, do you understand where you're supposed to stand and like the game plan? And he used to not get picked because he'd always fail the test. (laughs) It was like exam questions and he just couldn't get enough. Well, he made, I only did, we'll get into your overrated. On my worst list, I had Colin Sylvia in there as well. Yeah. I really didn't. These were more, more of mine were just like, you know how you got your whipping boys, like your dudes. Yeah. God damn it. But mine are more from the modern generation. Lee Brown was one that I used to always. Yeah. Lee Um, Brown was all right when he left. Yeah. Like he was a bit of a... Um, he was, he played better at Collingwood than he did for us. But I got Colin, so I got Tom Sheridan in there. Daniel Pierce, Sharon. Byron Shammy, Byron Shammer, the Shamwell, and Trent Crow. Yeah. How good was us paying big dollar, top dollar for Crow? Yeah. Basically, pick one and pick three or whatever it was. And then Crow not being a good forward, turning him into a really good backman, trading him back to Hawthorne, and then him becoming a premiership backman. <laughs> And he did his knee. He did his knee in like the second quarter, and like he oh, the grand qu- final. Yeah, yeah he played like oh, one his quarter. ankle or something. Yeah, and he yep. won it. Yeah, that's why I don't really. Um, so we did the same with Tarrant. Oh, mate, Tarrant's <laughs> also on that. Oh, Tarrant was one of my. But he was a good player. That he's one of my most. I didn't mind Tarrant, but yeah, yeah, but he was a whipping boy of mine because I just yeah. He could play up forward. He was an absolute... So he just had the woes when it came to set shots, like, real bad. Yeah. Yeah, man. Anyway, your overrated list? So my overrated list, again, in order they appeared, and some of these are, like, people that I think it... Some fans will think it's blasphemy to say this, but number one, this is for you, Ducky, Shawnee Mack, 228 games. I cannot agree more with Dark that I cannot remember many games where I was like, Shawnee Mack was a solid player that game. I remember him trying hard, like the Dockery Docker, trying hard, generally trying to do too much or making the wrong decision. And one of my most, like, I don't know, etched memories is in the demo derby towards the end of the game when Freya were like in front or we'd made a run or whatever, and he gets the ball like forward flank, wing forward flank area, gets the ball and is going to run past someone, does like the most telegraphed fake kick and then just gets done holding the ball. It's like, hey, Shawnee Mac, <laughs> mate, everyone knew you were going to try and do that. You're not actually that quick and you got done and it probably cost us. But you're a spud. <laughs> Uh, Shane Parker, similar story about him. Shane Parker, 238. So both Parker brothers are in my list. Shane Parker probably played a lot of games in his defense where he was unnoticed because he shut down someone and he was very quick and he was probably very um, understated and just did his job. 
but he used to take the kickouts, and that was the wor- I think it's probably the coach's fault. That was the worst coaching move you could ever do because he couldn't kick. It'd be like being getting Dawson to take the kickouts. Be like stupidest coach. I remember one in Richmond where he turned the ball like we were up by six points. He he took a kick out, turned it over from the kick out, like he basically hit up a Richmond player inside fifty. They kicked the point. He took the kick out again, gave him second crack at it. He hit out Richo in the pocket. Richo kicked the goal. We lost by a point. I was like, hey, how about we don't let Shane Parker take these kickouts and we win that game? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> rant. A couple more players. Uh, Graham Polak. Just remember him being so awkward with his ball drop. Played yeah. 73 games. So awkward with his ball drop. Um Stephen Dodd played 101 games. Dodd almost remember. made my list. I don't remember much good things that he did. Many good things. Like, he did some spud things. Chris Main, although he had very good seasons and patches, uh, I cannot get over the 2015 prelim final, 15 metres out from goal, two goals to nil up, top of the goal square, misses. Hawthorne then end up equalising for the rest of the quarter. We go in down at quarter time. Just anyone that just didn't get the momentum of a game enough to just go back, chill out, and slot a goal like that just that broke me. And he, I'll never forgive him for that. Um, and it, it, not good. And then Cam Sutcliffe, uh, just 104 games. Yeah. A famous whipping boy for us. Famous whipping boy, but I think it's more like he also is bald now. Like the poor guy has lost his hair. I think because he's copped a bit on the purple rain, maybe, and it's like stress related. <laughs> but um, but but Cam Sutcliffe just was an odd player. He's a bigger dude than you thought. Like he, I sort of remember him being in a doom and mold, but he's actually like quite filled out and quite heavy. Um, like not in a fat way, like in a like a muscly way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just remember him just being soft and costing us goals and sort of doing the flops and stuff like that. I don't know. Have you got anyone else you want to talk about? That's my list. I didn't oh, have any. Man. I could. I could only get to seven. I was trying to think through, but they're mostly just my. I don't have. Your Dodd memories. was almost on there. I remember I was like, I was flicking through names. I was like, oh, Dodd, he was a cra-. And then I Googled him to like, look, I was always Googling We him. had two Dodds, Brad Dodd and Stephen Dodd. His 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 image and photo, I was like, oh, man, that guy. I was like, brings back so many bad memories. <laughs> yeah. Jesse Crichton is a notable absentee. Oh, yeah. With a hairdo. I think Hannah was the, almost on there for yeah, me as well. Yeah, Jack Hannah. Jack Hannah, except Duck and I... When we were in uh, Canberra, Frio played Richmond and Jack Hanna took this big game-saving mark and Duck and I then, we were already having like the world's biggest night watching at the pub, Dockers win and Duck and I then had the world's biggest night, like we've never been drunker or more hungover the next day. We were out in Canberra until like 5am, yeah, it was a big night. Duck will know that's for you, Ducky. The old Jack Hanna's night. So did you bump Duck into him? Duck got kicked out. Duck, no, 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 mate. We were in uh, Canberra. He wasn't <sighs> there. <laughs> uh, Duck got kicked out of a place called Mooseheads for pissing on a wall. And then Duck turns around to the bouncer and goes, mate, you don't think I'm ever coming back here? What do I care if I'm getting kicked out of here? <laughs> He's like, you're banned for a year. He's like, mate, I'm never coming back to Canberra. What do you care? <laughs> that is some inflammatory. Yeah, very good. Um... Very good. I heard you got a pretty good story from Sight this week, mate. Oh, I do actually have quite a good Sight story, but we'll roll with the questions. I can do Sight story after this. It's probably just after that. It's actually quite related. It's a bit of toilet story, but we'll roll the questions. We won't follow a ducky piss story by my story, but little, little, little bit of a, a trailer for it or a sneak, a hint. Um, All right. Go. What have you got for me? No, whatever. Question I'll read out the next one. I'll give oh, you... Oh, sorry. We... <laughs> so that was... I was like, yeah, well, that was a big segment. That was just question <laughs> that one. That was question number one. 
<laughs> yeah, it was a big question though. Should I go Leone? Give me Leone. All right. Leone Turner, one of the, probably our number one fan. Um, there was nothing pleasant about Monday night, and really the ability to score came down to having your foot in the right place at the right time. Very well said. I got very wet and blew my 10 bucks. <laughs> but Blakey, Blakely is in this week, and we'll be fine, so I'm betting on a comeback this week. Mate, Leone generally picks our upsets. Like She bet, up, bet on us against the Saints, and we wrote us off against the Saints. We did. So maybe we're in a... Leone... They're sort of they're good comments, hey. No question, just like just where she's at in life Footing and right, what she's yeah. punching on. Love it. Um, very good, Leone. Love to hear from you. All right, you're up, mate. Um, oh, I want to say his name, but I might get it wrong. Can you help me? This is the first time. Um, question. Uh, Sheehan. Sheehan. Yeah, he used to play at the Uni Footy Club. Good oh, dude. Did he? Oh. Yeah, mate. Arnott, Arnott's Biscuits. Is J-Lo's yeah. game plan the modern iteration of one of the most dockery things of all time, the old chip and draw? Uh, yeah, probably. But when you do it in the in a hurricane, it's probably, that's very dockery <laughs> of him to continue, like, well, of the team to continue. They're like, no, nah, J-Lo said, got to kick short, <laughs> got to hand pass lots, maintain possession. Oh, man. <laughs> Very good, Shane. Good to hear from you, mate. I hope you're all right. All right, do you want to hear from Robert Forsyth? Another of our... I reckon, I reckon there aren't many podcasts where Robert hasn't asked us a question, mate. Thank you very much. Um, all right, Robert has said, after that putrid crap on Monday, what is your recommendation for me going on Sunday? Do I have a blindfold, wear an Eagles Guernsey? Mate, you know the rules about Eagles Guernsey. Frog march. Do I get pissed up? <laughs> Do I sit outside the subway wishing Pav was clunking a few and try and repeat it myself? Let it rip, boys. That was pathetic. Well, Mate. first off, bloody well done on going on Sunday and even committing to going because that is more than what some people would be doing, especially so good on good on for going and showing up. Maybe wear a Collingwood jersey and just get it hell blind. I would definitely opt for definitely the casino option. Um, Apparently they're real stingy with beers now. At the game, because I don't want people getting too messy and like spreading the rona. That's yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. You sort of like it's like, is that all right? And you're like, yeah, it's probably all right, but it's also like, let me have beers. Yeah, uh, well, just get charged up before. That's probably blindfold is second, so probably a mixture of option one and three. Blind drunk. Yeah, the subway one's not bad. Just sit outside subway. <laughs> Um, very good, Robert. Oh, just stick in there, mate. We'll be all right. I wait till we get to this game wrap up, as you will hear some of my hard, heartfelt opinions about how we'll go this week. We net generally do. All right. Well, I'll talk about it later on. But anyway, Look this is my to, favorite. If you are going to watch Collingwood, though, it is pretty cool. We get to watch Pemberley. I do like that. That's one thing to look forward to. He's not playing, mate. He's injured. What? He's injured, you idiot. Oh, this isn't this a is one of those things podcast. where Grace, <laughs> your bloody niece is like, you're an idiot. Do you ever watch these games? <laughs> well, you got nothing. To, well, that's, well, you don't have that to look forward to anymore. All right, RCJ. Okay, so we, so we all know footy is a contact sport and injuries are a part of the game, but if we apply the Mr. Burns logic of misfortune, 14 on the injury list is beyond a series of unlucky coincidences. So, one, who is to blame medical or the strength and conditioning team? Two, what is the appropriate number of paddlings as the punishment? And three, should they be tarred and feathered before or after we burn them? I would love, so just on the paddling thing, I would love if, so say Banners does something stupid or like, no, 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 Banners or Schultz jump into like our forwards Straight off, and Longview was just paddling them on the bench. Five paddles, and then they go back on. And then they're like, fuck, that was pretty embarrassing. Maybe I should stay down as the small forward. <laughs> nah, I'll, I'll fly at this. It's time. Oh, damn it. Lockie Neal just kicked a goal, and I was going to bet on him for any time <sighs> goal kicker. 
<laughs> who, is to, who is to blame for the medical? Is it the medical or the strength and conditioning, Juddy? As a physio slash doctor, who is so, to blame? This is an interesting topic that in one of my rival Dockers threads has been hotly debated. And there's a few guys in there that one's a sports doctor. Um, and he reckons that... So generally what will happen in an AFL club, you have your strength and conditioning guys which plan out your sessions. So plan out your weights, your running, and also plan out the rehab. But over the guidance of your physios and doctors who diagnose stuff, but apparently, um, old mate Weber has a bit extra power and can do things above and beyond what normally would happen. So this is all rumor and conjecture, which is where we operate in our um, in our podcast. 100%. But apparently, he oversteps his mark, and he's basically he's a strength and conditioning coach. So strength and conditioning is exercise physiologist, basically. Um, and I don't know, mate. I I feel like. I feel like I'm sick of hearing Weber say that someone's progressing well and they'll be back in TBA. Like, you know, <laughs> stop telling me they're progressing well. He's having his fourth surgery this year. So, obviously, he's not progressing super well. Um, it's, look, I think he's a big problem, but not all of it's his fault, but I think he's had his run and I think if he was a coach and the results were the injuries, he would be oh. sacked two years ago. So I feel like it's time to give someone else a run. How many I feel like if he was uh, ten years hard paddles. <laughs> Is he? I like tarred and feathered. I haven't heard that in a long time. We we probably won't burn him. We'll probably tar and feather him. Um, the last question I'll do is my favourite question of for a little while from old Dick Johnson. <laughs> Dick Johnson, Richard Johnson. <laughs> Lads, Ross used to say that tall players don't get any shorter as the game goes on. I can confirm, however, that Matera's arms do get shorter. They were shriveled by the <laughs> up in the wet conditions. Fuck, that's good observation. Two, oh, why does our list management team have a weird fetish for skinny defenders and small, slow forwards? Fuck, could not have said that better myself either. Three, <laughs> with the Purple Rain getting a new logo and teasing fresh... Oh, so Purple Rain's this other podcast that you guys might have heard of yeah. that's um, up and coming. Um, I was wondering whether or not the good people of Dork Talk were feeling the pressure to do likewise in order for them to maintain their position as the number one Dockers independent podcast. Mate, our position is unfettered. Yeah. <laughs> number one independent Dockers podcast. We do, have, we do, have, we do have merch. Really? Um, yeah, oh, we dude, have, we have Monday. Yeah, we have, we have Monday, Monday shirts. shirts. So we've got stuff there. We might, but the COVID hit season's just got us, got us <laughs> scrambling and rambling. Mate, and... poor Monday signed some shirts for us, and he's wondering when we're going to fucking sell them and give money to the the bushfires. The bushfires. We're like, mate, the bushfires are long forgotten. <laughs> Monday, we're going to be donating to World War Three soon, I think, the way 2020 is going. Um, we could, I don't know what we'll put the Monday 300 shirts or the Monday shirts towards. Maybe we will. Dude, to be honest, it's just going to end up being in your living room and my living room, aren't they? <laughs> which is probably. Well, I reckon only, we sell one. We, no, I think we. Yeah, but we should probably get some shirts because they are actually. I think they're. You've, you, have you got. You, I sent you no, shirts. Dad has them. No, you never sent me one. You were going to, you never did. You made Sydney. black long sleeve ones or something, and you never sent me one. I don't have maybe because I moved to Port Hedland. They're back at home. The black long sleeve ones are pretty cool because he looks like Mundy's. He looks indigenous, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is just, which is mid. So yeah, we mate. do have black merch, lives matter. We do it's have like, merch. It's like for, a, like we predicted the year. Yeah, it's been a it's been a big year for us. Well, did you want to? <laughs> I suppose we can do the site story now. I forgot that I. Um, I there's one that thing. Up. One MRP, one media review panel. Oh, Robbo, yeah, yeah. Robbo from 360, Mark Robinson, was like, Hawkins kicking three, that's unbelievable. Like, what a, what a result. That's like kicking eight. It's like, mate, two of them were accidental. Like, can you fuck off? Robbo right sucks. Place. Yeah, that's all mate, it was. Been him. What's, what did Rosie say? Draw and feather him or whatever. Tarred and feathered. Tarred and feather him. It's very good, very cartoon, yeah. 
I like it. Um, go, what's your MRP? Well, I was just going to talk about the, there's been a big week for people getting off. Yo got off and Hawkins got off. Yeah. The MRPs and Although, aren't you, just a, aren't you just a little bit like, oh, yeah, at least Hawkins is playing against the Eagles, like, to make that game a little bit closer? It would It would have been. I just don't like Hawkins. Yeah, I don't like it. It was pretty rough. Like, just elbowed him in the neck. And they're like, nah, not high. I just don't get it. I... I get it. I know you can understand that, yeah, that isn't high. It's in his neck region. But isn't your neck, as a doctor, Juddy, is, is it neck up for head? Like, is your neck as important as, you, like, what? I understand your chest is a chest hit and below, but is your neck not, like, man, he can hit in the Excellent question. It comes back to the fact that he's willing to throw an elbow and get lucky that it hits in a shoulder or, like, hit in the collarbone and slide up to the neck. It's like, are we just going to be like, yeah, yeah, no, you can keep playing. Just throw throw elbows, but as long as you get lucky and they go... And, like, if he hits him in the jaw and knocks a tooth out, he's getting four weeks. But yeah. he accidentally hit him a bit lower and he gets a fine. So, it's like, I feel like the AFL's issue is that the weighting is too heavily towards outcome. Outcome should be involved. And definitely if you fuck someone up, it should be bad, but also it should be like you threw a pretty brazen elbow then at someone's neck slash head, and you were lucky that it didn't do more damage. We're and still going to give you a week. Face, his whole face lights up. He's frustrated. He's angry, and he just throws his blade and elbow. And then the yo one, people were like, "Oh, it's you know you want to see that argy bargy and whatever." Like maybe you like it. Yo just like punches him and runs off. Well, <laughs> like the Eagles just... have the Eagles have a little bit of a. Um, reputation now of people just throwing these like open fists that slide up yeah like i can't go past gaff thinking that it's okay that if someone's like bumper barring you to just throw a fist into like was even if he was going to punch him in the upper chest like why is that okay and he and and he got him in the chin like why is it okay that he was planning to punch him in the chest (laughs) <laughs> like you can't be like he was trying to punch him in the chest it's like well, why was he trying to punch him yeah I, isn't I the problem that he was trying to punch him and then he accidentally got him in the jaw like the and problem yeah. is the punch not the like result I don't see anything good about the old punch and run off like with an open palm It's not, that's not argy-bargy there's nothing tough about that you've got an open palm and you like I don't get it, it like just run backwards into a pack or something or like oh, yeah. like there's plenty of other stuff to enjoy in football. I just, I just don't get that the white players are doing it. And Mate. Man, players are going through enough at the moment with the quarantine and shit. Can't they just all be like, bro? Dude, don't punch me. Just stop <laughs> just punching me. Stop giving me this, like, bloody Haven't ninja. seen my missus in four weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, can you not? Yeah, I know. All right, mate, I got one for you. I've got a melt for me. This is a special melt. The melt is... Fremantle Dockers Selection Committee picking Matera and Banners and leaving Connor Blakely out. Yeah. Is that not one of the biggest melts? I, especially Grow up when you... and pick Blakely. <laughs> Grow up. I, they are being I, childish. I think terrific choice to play Tobe. I, I think hmm. awesome. Like, he, he seemed good down there. Tobe was a late in because Cox was out. It was like the yeah. last man standing. But I see, I, would a, have point, liked I see a point in playing it. in playing both Cox and Tobe in those weather yeah. conditions. I see a point in that. I see a point in playing Blakely. Like, play the biggest bodies you can. Like, I don't see the point in playing material. Like, what if you're going to play? How about shorts? play Blakely on a back flank and be like, "Hey, Blakely, you're going to play back flank." But then when someone goes down in our midfield, because in- inevitably it's going to happen because we have. Horrible luck with injuries, and luck is in inverted commas. Um, then you can go mids. It's like we're gonna not we're gonna play you out of position only because you're better than the other people we'll bring in, and then you can go into the mids if needed. And then he would have been playing mids for three point eight quarters because Tucker played two minutes. And who, like it would have been who, he just would have been in. Who are these midfielders? That we've, who's this? He says we've got plenty of people who can play. Who? 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 Who have we got? Who's this massive list of midfielders that we play each week? Who have we got? Like, who are the genuine mids? Like, Walters has got to bust his ass in there. Why not play Connor Blakely and let him run up forward? 
And then, again, you don't need to play Matera. Yeah, crazy, don't play Matera. Theory. Crazy theory. Don't play Matera, don't play Schultz, don't play Banners. And Wet weather footy, lots of, lots of stoppages, a lot not a lot of, of goals. Woo, that's why I got the melt, my friend. That's why they got the melt. <sighs> well, right, I feel wanna... like plenty of people will agree with that melt anyway. What do you reckon? Oh, move uh, on to the exciting... Man. Some stories from sight. Oh, it's a bit late in the a bit late in the episode. I was going to move on to Collingwood, Collingwood Dockers. Mate, there's two things we need to do before we go to that. One of them's the crowd favourite, and another one is a small quiz. <sighs> and then I want to hear this story from sight. So please tell me. Stop teasing I, everybody. I got it on Monday. I wasn't feeling. I told you I was feeling quite sick on Monday. I spoke to you on Monday. Um, we were going to pot on Monday and I was in, in bed by like five o'clock. I was quite sick. I had a bit of gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was working in an area on the mine site and I, I got a hot flush and needed to go to the bath. I was like sweating and had to go to the bathroom. Oh, you got the gurgles. I was like, dear God. I was like. Yeah, the gurgles are bad. There was no light vehicle there to drive myself, but it was only like 200 meters, but there was a. A somewhat of a shortcut, but like on mine sites, you probably shouldn't even really be walking around. Like you should just jump in a vehicle and drive 200 metres, go to the amenities, use the bathroom, jump back in the car and drive around. Like you've got your lights on, it's all. <laughs> anyway, I just beeline it straight to the toilet. I'm like, mate, this is nature calling. Like do not care, not going the roundabout way. So I start climbing this rock wall, get to the top of the rock wall, walk under the conveyor belt system. Sounds like a ninja warrior setup. You're like, <laughs> I go past like some swing through a rope, climb up one of those things. Yeah, go on. Sorry, climb down the rock wall. It's like rock. It's like a build up of rocks, small rocks. Nothing dangerous, but like it just looks weird if you're driving past. You're like, what is that subcontractor doing? Like, what is this dude doing? Like, what a retard. He needs to shit. <laughs> I climb down another. Were you sweating? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Dude, pull, dude pulls me up about 50 metres away. I see him do a UE and come back around. I can see he's coming for me, and I'm just blatantly just ignoring him. I'm like, do not care, bro. Like, I understand you're going to have a talk with me, but, like, do not care. He gets, he gets out, and he's like, excuse me. And I'm just like, can't hear you. Can't hear you. Like, no one else is in the car park. It's just me and him. I walk in. I go straight to the toilet, and he follows me. And I am obviously at that point quite busting. And I think he's opened the door and it's like floodgates. And so he's like, oh, I assume it was him. He's like opened it and been like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> he, <laughs> he's heard the waterfall. And he's just he's like, like, oh, I, I see. I'm like, come out. I'm like, come out. And I'm like, obviously not feeling well. I'm quite like pale. It was, I'm, it's like hot and I'm sweet. Anyway, come out. And I'm like, yeah, how are you going, Luke? He's like, what were you doing? Um, what do you I'm reckon, like, mate? It's like, mate, I was like, I'm really sorry. The LV was missing. Um, I would have driven if I could, but yeah, nature called. Like, I'm really sorry that you seen that. I know it's... And he's like, yeah, he's like, don't be, don't be crawling around site like that. I was like, well, bro, you want to see me squatting on the side of the road? Because that's what would happen. So that was my little site story. Um, mate, some, they are the way... I think everyone can um, relate with, with some time that they've had like the gurgles and you just, you're like, I, there's nothing that matters other than me getting to a toilet. It's sort of like that oh. run, lower run or like, you know, you're just like, you're just like running along, <laughs> dodging I, people. It would have looked so funny driving past because like no one would have even ever walked there and there's like him driving past. I think he's a superintendent. I don't know, and I have I have met him before. He's a nice guy, but he he would have just been like, "What is he doing?" But um, yeah, it's a little sight story for you. Hopefully, but I'm feeling better now. Like I think everyone's concerned. Yeah, it's good. Now you want to dive um, into an embarrassing quiz? Now that we've got that out of the way. So the quiz this week, you, it's not embarrassing. It won't. It's not like a history quiz or anything. So <sighs> it's. Um, they did this thing where it's like the defenders in 2020 in the AFL that have conceded the least amount of goals for games Ooh. they've played. 
And I went through the Dockers ones. Um, there were one, two, three, four, five Dockers that appeared in the list. But I will preface this with it's a stupid list because it's like basically any defender, if they've ever had a goal kicked on them, I'll give you the example. Joe Hannison has played eight games and had zero goals kicked on him. He's a yeah. rebounding defender. He's probably playing on like me or you at the forward flank. Like he's playing on like a defensive forward trying to stop him from rebounding. It's Mate, not like clearly. a good measure of his game if he doesn't have goal kicked on him. His his yeah, game is like if he had me. 25. Yeah. His game is if he had 500 metres gained or not. Anyway, so who do you reckon was the... There's an equal first for Dockers, two players who have had... Only two goals kicked on them. Dooman and Conker. Dooman is one, Ooh. and the other one is uh, Nathan Wilson. For six games, they've all had both had two goals kicked on them. Conker is third, six games and three goals. Mm-hmm. But, however, I feel like Conker should be credited for all the turnover goals that he calls. <laughs> so, I feel like this stat is very flawed in that way, too. The next one's Luke Ryan, eight games, ten goals against. Two of them were fucking sockers by Hawkins on the weekend, so I feel like that's rough. And then the last one, this is on the list of the least goals conceded, is uh, uh, so Ethan Hughes, eight games, eleven goals, but I don't know who mm. those players are. But that was in the top, like that was in the top like thirty for the AFL. Um, so we got five players in there. All of them are medium or small defenders. So, obviously, we don't have any key defenders in there. But, like, no. all of the best... Like, there were not many key defenders in there. Like, even the guys like... Um, what's his name from Brisbane? Uh, that oh. really good d- defender. Yeah, you know, everyone knows who one. Um, that's all Australian. Like, even he wasn't really in there because he's had more goals than that kicked on him because he's a key defender and people kick, like, one or two goals a game on, it, game on him. Mm. And there's been eight games. So he's probably had, like, 16 goals kicked on him. <laughs> but that's not bad. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, there you go, mate. So, Do Man and Wilson are our best Do defenders, man, according to that. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> all right. You know what it's time for? Oh. oh, no mail. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Who'd we go last week? So last week, you went for the Pies against Eagles, which lost by 70 points. Mm-hmm. I went for Sydney over the Hawks and had a win. So I'm fucking running yeah, well done. The rough thing about doing this in the Festival of Footy is that there's like only fucking yeah. six games to choose from now. I don't know how. Yeah, it's hard to help people. Yeah, mate. I'm gonna go straight off the bat. Adelaide at two forty-five to beat North. I reckon yeah, I Adelaide are due. No, yeah. get out. Um, who do you want? Oh, I Sydney. No, I think Sydney the versus Saints up. in the. You reckon the Dockers? Mate, I, I yeah. don't mind that, and I'll talk about that soon. Well, let us lay it on me. That's who I'm. I don't think Geelong can win. So I've got to pick a roughie. So I don't think Sydney can win. I don't think Geelong can win. I don't think... Oh, Gold Coast probably could. I think... Yeah, I'll lock it in free. Yeah, I love it. So Collingwood don't score very much. And they are defensive. Frio don't score very much. And generally, we hold our opposition to a lower score as well. We will have a chance in this game, and I feel 275 at unrealistic odds. I also think that a couple of guys coming in like Fife and Blakely, desperate guys, and well, desperate in Blakely, but he's a good player, and Fife being like Fife, we grow a leg, and the Pies are relatively injury ravaged like we are. Not as bad, probably. In, we're just ravaged in key areas, I guess. Um, so they're vulnerable and they're coming off a big loss. They're in Perth. It's their last game in Perth before they leave. Um, you know, there's plenty of things where the Pies could just curl up their toes and piss off and go without the captain and whatnot. Yeah, mate, they're already having a few beers. They're already thinking about the Hawaiian shirts and the ratatas on the bus trip to the airport, I reckon. Scott um, Pendlebury's not playing. Scott Pendlebury's not playing, so monkey's flat. Um... <laughs> So there's actually, mate, uh, there's some good case that Frio don't get smashed, like it's predicting us to get smashed. 
and also there's a good case that um, we are a chance. So I reckon I am not going to be surprised, young monkey, if the Dockers' um, key interchange steward is holding up the nose sign <laughs> in the fourth quarter. Hold up the nose sign. Well, I look forward I, I think well, it's hopefully a good on Sunday bet. there's some, some more entertaining footy than there was last Monday. Um, yeah. How good's that? There's a, yeah, go the weather. on. Haven't checked I think the weather. It's, yet, I though. think it's rainy, like 30% rain, 40% chance of rain type thing. Um, how good's that there's a bye the week after, but it just means that we get an eight-day break? <laughs> 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 we play on the following Monday. So we We've play Sunday party. to Monday. No, partly <laughs> cloudy. We should be good. We should. Oh, be really? Good. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Pardon me. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like we'll be all right. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. Although it will probably ruin my weekend, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> the small part of whatever's left on Sunday. Well, Jaddy, mate. On that note. Good. Good. Love. Loved your presence tonight, mate. I'm glad you're feeling better, and I'm glad you made it to the toilet. Yeah, well, I hope we get some people through. Maybe they'll listen on the... It'd be tough for people to listen on the weekend, but hopefully they'll listen before the game and stuff like that. But thanks for the questions. Heaps questions this week, which Heaps is always... Um, and hopefully the audio exports and we got some quality there. Uh, Keep them coming, guys. Love your enthusiasm. And also listen to this up-and-coming podcast called The Purple Rain. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. All right, thank you. Bye.